Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLU, CIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Ryan Kerrigan from Accelerating Business Growth. Thanks for dropping by and talking about the book, Brian. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you having me. Brian's one of our uh, ongoing guests, and uh, Brian just wrote a wonderful book. Uh, Unlocking Your Wealth, Brian, is that the name of it? Unlocking Business Wealth. So it's really it's really designed to help the business owner to create their business, set up their business in a way where they can really build their wealth through the business and diversifying outside the business. I read the book, as you know, you asked me to read it, and I was uh, it's so well read, uh, so well done. Uh, so many strategies condensed, so many nice stories that people, will really relate to, especially entrepreneurial type minds. Um, and you you took a very complicated, um, to many people, um, subject, and you made it fun to read. And it's a quick read. So good, can you, good job on the book, Brian. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it, Tom. So tell me why you wrote the book. I wrote the book because I feel like there's a lot of business owners that are in my position who, um, as you know, Tom, I recently left the accounting firm I was working with to establish my own business as accelerating business growth. And one of the reasons I did that was because I have a real focus on living a life of absolute freedom in retirement and leaving a legacy to my kids. And I'm fortunate enough to know how to do that for myself. Um, But I'm, I'm also fortunate enough to be able to do that for other people. So, you know, my book is really geared, geared towards, not exclusively, but it's geared towards the business owner who's, who's doing well, um, they may have a nice retirement, uh, may leave a small legacy for their loved ones, but they want more than that. They want to create, generate, they want to create that life of absolute freedom and retirement. They want to create that legacy for their family members, whether that's passing on the business or selling the business and funding legacies with the proceeds of that business. But I just thought there's Probably a lot of a lot of people like me out there who, you know, are trying to are thinking about these issues. You know, I'm in my early 50s and I'm starting to think about these issues a lot. And I just figured there's a lot of business owners that were probably thinking that way as well. You know, um, it, it hit it struck an, uh, a nerve with me in, in a nice way, because, of course, I wrote my book a couple of years ago and it was almost on the same basis because finally 
I got down to the point where I achieved what I wanted to do, and that was financial freedom and to do what I want to do. So now that I'm living the dream, I read that book and I said, boy, if if people only knew the the end story in advance, they would take this book and and read it every day because it's very doable. And you pointed out in so many different and nice ways of how to use value drivers to create multiples so the value of these businesses are mushroomed to a degree. And you 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 did a great job communicating. And I thought that was uh, it, uh, I thought it was great. Um, I assume the business, the book itself was not just for entrepreneurs, but also people thinking about going into an entrepreneurial environment. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's people thinking about it as well. Um, and it's also the people who serve those people who are in those categories that need to be aware of this information. Uh, I just had a, I, if you're going to do this from a startup perspective, the idea is to build your company so that it can be sold. Not that you're not, not that you're necessarily focused on it when you sell, but you should have an exit strategy and you should also have um, a roadmap as to how you're going to get to the point where you've developed a business with a nice EBITDA and a strong multiple while at the same time kind of eliminating the business's dependency upon you. Because if the business is is dependent upon you, that's seriously going to hurt the value. Yeah, you talk about that when you start talking about increasing multiples and the idea of uh, having uh, to be dependent on too few clients or being dependent on the owner uh, doing a lot of the things as opposed to delegating. You know, Brian, what, what really struck me, too, was the amount of people that go into business to run a business because they'll say, I want a good salary, I want some freedom, but they never think about the sale of that business. And I always tell them you have a job, that's what you created, but you don't have a yeah. business, right? And, and they right. don't realize that what they're doing, if they do it the right way, they can create an asset that'll pay them many more times than their salary. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the underlying theme of this book is don't run a lifestyle business, run a, uh, run a business that potentially a strategic or financial buyer wants to to buy from you because that's really at the end of the day where you're going to make your money. I mean, this certainly if you're making a good salary during the course of your, your lifetime and you're able to diversify that away from the business and drive up your investment in your investment portfolio. I mean, I think that's great. Um, but the real icing on the cake where you create generational wealth for your for you and your family is by selling that business. And the only way to sell that business for the highest price is to position that business to sell for the highest price. And, and it's not just uh, the sale of it, too, Brian. There's many small firms, uh, family-oriented firms, where you take the same road as though you were going to sell it, but then it ends up that you have family members coming in to run it, and now you have a passive income with still ownership rights where you pop your head in once a month to get your check and say hello and then go golf. 
that's, you know, especially with small businesses, uh, that represents quite a percentage of businesses the way they're being run now. Uh, so, you know, you could read this book and say, well, I'm not planning on selling my business. Well, you might plan on having a passive ownership as you get older, too. And all these ideas and strategies fold right into that particular uh, paradigm. Yeah, I mean, if you're going down that paradigm, I mean, obviously, you want to leave a strong business to your loved ones who are going to run it. Um you know, you also want to make sure that they're trained to be able to run it properly uh, so that it can, it can continue to retain its value and its cash flows. Um, but you're right, in small in the small business world, that's more the norm where you, you're basically doing succession planning or pass, you know, into a passive investment type, type vehicle being the being the business that the owner was formerly or, well is still a part of from an equity perspective. You you need to have the right structures in place, the right drive drivers in place so that you know that owner can continue to come pick up that check on a regular basis. Your book does something that a lot of books don't do. You not only emphasize the building and the growth of the business, but you emphasize the end end game, the the your legacy, uh, creating that legacy, creating that environment of life where you can enjoy your life. In other words, enjoying what you build is which is as valuable on the other end as it is when you start your entrepreneurship with the business. And I think you did a great job. I mean, I look at your chapters. Every chapter takes a situation, puts it into a story, which makes it so interesting. I, I love your fireman and explorer um, metaphor. It was so good. And even, you know, even though I know all this stuff and I've read a million books, I read it, I, I thought it was just so well run. I kept saying... Boy, people will get so much out of this book just by taking an hour or so and reading it. You did a masterful job doing this chapter by chapter, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was I certainly was happy with the end product when I, you know, when I finally reached the end, I was certainly happy with what I have. And, you know, the goal, the goal of the book is really to help people understand that there is a way to create the type of growth in their business that they that they can create to be able to kind of have this lifestyle this freedom-based lifestyle and retirement you know and buy that first house for your kids and buy that first car for your kids i mean I, I, that, those are those are things that i think about every morning when i sit down for work and you know i believe that there's a lot of business owners like me who are running small businesses who would like to have that as well well you you do a good job uh you know, for let's let's uh, let's see what people are going to learn from this for example the chapter i love uh, transforming your business uh, and then transform live chapter seven. That was a great chapter um, along with chapter eight, which talked about the company culture uh, and ability. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the things that are in the book. Okay. What, what uh, I know when you, you brought from chapter one, you started it, but you, it looks like you designed the book to take each area of value drivers and talk about it would that be correct 
Yeah, so we started the book with the base principle that if you're going to grow a business, you need to have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. You know, people with fixed mindsets are really thinking that they want to protect what they have and they don't want to take a lot of risks that that could potentially lead to growth. If you have a growth mindset, you're always looking at new opportunities with an open mind and evaluating it and being able to take risks where you've been able to calculate that the the benefits outweigh the risk of making that decision. But you can't do that if you have a fixed mindset because you're really focused on protecting the business instead of growing the business. The next chapter, I think, really focused on change. And, you know, if you... If you're going to have a more successful, more valuable business, you need to be able to change. And the research shows that companies that don't really put a good change process in place and are not set up in a way that change uh, will particularly work for them will only have a 30% chance of implementing that change. So one of the things we do early on in our relationship is a change diagnostics to see if we have to kind of play with those factors go that go into change and really lift those up so it's more likely that the change is going to take place. And then when you when you start to get into the middle chapters, I mean it's really about how do I drive more sales? How do I how do I you know drop my expenses in, in a way that's not going to hurt my business? Um, you know, how, you know, how am I going to increase my multiples? You know, I, I can't be dependent on myself, a key employee, a key customer or a key supplier. I really have to have good growth potential, which really comes down to having a good sustainable competitive advantage. Um, and, you know, there's others that we talk about in the book, but I would say those are the two most important, you know, alongside having a recurring revenue stream i should mention that as well because companies that don't haven't figured out how to derive a recurring revenue tend to struggle when they go to sell big factor in that multiple of course i know and and brian when i was reading this what i pictured was knowing how you work with clients your consulting firm I'm sure runs a parallel to these chapters in the steps you take your business clients through. It absolutely does. It's a roadmap for how we work with clients. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, as I was reading each chapter, uh, you know, I, obviously it's condensed so people can understand it, but really you put a lot of effort in each of these areas and you have tools that you use. You have some very sophisticated tools that you use with clients to, to to measure where they are, the assessment of where the, what they're doing, what they're not doing. And you bring them down the road in your consulting firm, uh, a place to go. So there's an action, basically an action in every chapter, if I, if you will. If let's say you were talk, walking with a client, every, every step you take is a chapter. But I like the fact that you have action goals that they can do. So it parallels how you work with clients, which is really a very healthy way of working with them so they understand it. But more importantly, they understand it, but they can implement it. Yeah, I mean, the centerpiece of our of our initial process with clients is to have them fill out the value builder questionnaire. That's going to do two things. It's going to give us a current valuation for the business 
But it's also going to show how the business scores on the eight factors that go into deriving a multiple. The reason I like to have that done before the free initial two-hour initial consultation is because it allows me to have enough information to go into the meeting and have a meeting that is totally focused on the client and is not focused on me at all. I'm just there to kind of guide the conversation and, you know, learn some more information about them and how we may be able to improve their situation. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't think uh, some, uh, I don't think everybody understands how you operate, but you do, you do operate like a guide. Um, you don't have all the answers, but you can guide them to where they want to go. And I like your process and it's a very effective process. And I would really recommend that people that are trying to grow their business, they take that assessment and talk to you. Um, I mean, you're very good with your time and stuff, but they should understand it. But this is a, this is a good place to start with Brian, uh, to order his book. Brian, how do people get your book? Where do we get it? Well, uh, uh, Tom, one thing that we can do, I think, with the show notes is we can put, post a link to the free ebook that I offer. Okay. Uh, and then the second way to, to, to actually purchase a, uh, a paper book is to order it through Amazon. It is set up through Amazon. So obviously go into Amazon and search for Unlocking Business Wealth. I will have not only your contact information in the show notes, Bri, but I'll have uh, also a link to the ebook um, and also the uh, link to the Amazon. And um, in our last minute or so, um, I do recommend you really read. This is a great read. Brian, is there anything you want to leave us with before we head out? Yeah, I want to I want to kind of touch, lastly touch on a subject that came up for me yesterday. I mean, one of the things we talk about is not having dependency on a particular customer because if you lose that customer, the value of your business can tank substantially. I ended up on a call with someone I wish I met 5 or 6 years ago. Um, because they had that situation where they had their single largest customer accounting for 90% of their sales and they ended up losing that customer. And now we're in the process of kind of evaluating what we, what we might be able to sell the assets for because there's no future, the, the future revenue streams don't project well. So that's just, you know, that's something that someone would pick up in my book and would talk to me about. But unfortunately, this person didn't know about me and they ended up, you know, making what ended up being a fatal mistake with their business. Yeah, it uh, happens more than you you would like to see it happen. But I liken that to a lot of companies that do government work or state work and they get so much of it, they make them the priorities. And then that's where the problems start. As much as the rewards, there could be a lot of risk. Um, yep. you, you talk a lot about that, and, and that is a real legitimate area. Um, and it's also legitimate on the other side, too, where the company depends too much on the owner. Um, right. Yeah. Yep. So, so those are two Absolutely. elements right there that if you have a company that's either dependent on a few clients or your company's depending totally on you, you definitely should have a conversation with Brian. 
Brian, you're you're always wonderful to have as a guest. You always bring something to the table. Um, if you could stay on when I say goodbye to everybody, uh, I want to talk to you. So, but thanks again for uh, coming in and and talking to us, Brian. Thanks for having me, Tom. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.